Welcome back to a very special episode of My Mom Thinks You're Dumb. This week on Groundhog Day, episode number 13, we're talking about a different movie. A movie that's in the same vein. A movie called A Map of Tiny Little Perfect Things. Um, this week, um, I thought we did we did two for me. Then BG host one, which he did last week, did a great job. And uh, BG just wanted to introduce our our host for this one. Um, as a child, we would play tackle. Whoever had the football, we would tackle. And uh, I would, there'd be like 17 cousins out there. Most of the cousins would be fighting each other or biting each other or digging in the dirt, you know, whatever. Um, so I would juke them, high step them, step over them. You know, no, none of them were going to tackle me. But then the cobra would strike. The man that's a doctor of teaching computers how to see. The cobra, he was called, by himself. Because after he would tackle you, he would do what he called his sack dance. Where he would do the cobra hood with his elbows, the cobra hood. And he would stand over you after tackling you. So this week's host is, is Jason. It was an elbow. He called it, I'm, I'm doing my hood dance. He called it his hood dance. And he would also call it his sack dance. And I was like, Jason, that's not coming off as cool as you think it sounds. But this was a time where Mark Gastineau was doing a sack dance for the uh, New York Sack Exchange. If you're familiar with the New York Jets and Mark Gastineau. A lot of steroids. He also dated Brigitte Nielsen. She was on the Gaston Girls. It was about uh, his ex-wife and his daughter or daughters that he, I think it was his daughter that he had basically never seen. I'm most excited about not talking about Groundhog Day, but talking about this movie. But I'm also kind of excited that Jason has dropped off this recording. I mean, we can really fly through this. No, there's no distractions. There's no any other stuff. Um, I feel like I'm trying to jump the shark every episode and you guys are just like, that's how I feel every episode, every episode. I feel like I start out so excited, so on top and I just want to get back to that feeling before Jason brings us down, man. We've got so many emails. I feel like we shouldn't talk about him because he's not here to defend himself, but we have so many negative emails. He's not ready for them. Uh, I mean, I've been, I've been in contact with him and he says like, what do you mean I suck? And I'm like, I'm not saying you suck. I love you, man. I love you. I love you. I think you're, you have value. And it's the emails. It's not me saying this negative stuff about him, but he doesn't get it. He thinks I'm saying he sucks. I'm just a conduit, really. Yeah, that we, we did the two my my episodes, which were fantastic for us. BG, everybody loves that guy. Hold on. Uh, was telling BG that I did have a... Um, my man Wasp, he's 
off the flu, he's off the COVID lockdown, he's off the walking pneumonia or whatever bullcrap he was talking about. He did make me a theme song. So guys, y'all ready for the theme song? He says, Jason, it's a tight two minutes, he promises. God, I'm so excited about this. Good start. I don't believe I've ever seen such a display of courage, skill, nerves, rage, stupidity. If only you had been born a man, but a Caesar you would have made. That's good. I understand women. So do I, but they understand us. Maybe not you. Tower, if I have it. It's a pretty cool sidearm you got there. What, what is it? I don't know what it's called. I just know the sound it makes. It takes a man's life. Copy Thunder. Queen together. Independence Day. Unforgiven. Naked in a river somewhere, I'll be too range for a ride home. 
Will you be checking out today, Mr. Connors? Chance departure today, 100%. Recently, Speedman opened up to Tyra. You have no real family. You're on the wrong side of 40. You're childless and alone. Somebody close to you said, one more flop and it's over. Somebody said they were close to me? Some nice old thing that big ass in the stars. <laughs> I don't even exercise. You can't win! <laughs> I never smile if I can help it. Showing one's teeth is a submission signal in primates. When someone smiles at me, all I see is a chimpanzee begging for its life. They do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills I have acquired over a very long career. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. Did you sleep well, Mr. Connors? I slept well, Miss Langston. Is there no one else? Is there no one else? Two little mice fell in a bucket of cream. The first mouse quickly gave up and drowned. The second mouse wouldn't quit. He struggled so hard that eventually he turned that cream into butter and crawled out. Gentlemen, as of this moment, I am that second mouse. A lot of taken quotes, huh? I like the Dwight Schrute. Um, I felt like the, uh, am I not merciful? Was just like when he threw in the, uh, give me back my son. I was not ready for it. It was great. Um, somehow Kaylee, uh, one of our, uh, 16 negative emails to mmtydpodcast.com this week. I had to shut it down. I had to shut it down because I don't know how to set up a store online. Everybody's like swag, email, where do we actually buy anything? So stupid. Your email, your website sucks. And of course I said, well, Jason's in charge of that. And if, and if he doesn't care about it, then what am I supposed to do? And Kaylee said, Jason totally like, what you bring, I feel like they're torturing you, bud. <sighs> Map of Tiny Little Perfect Things. I really enjoyed him coming out to the pharmacy where I get my family's prescription filled and uh, shutting down them fair up. So I totally loved it. That was my walk towards light. Being like part of the movie, kind of. Yeah. We had our institute where they're riding down the halls, you know, at Fairhope High School. That was at Fairhope High School. Yeah. Totally scared to death. Totally scared to death. I mean, like, the band played one note. <laughs> Are we into my 10 minutes about Nashville yet? Mine was Opryland this week, guys. Opryland in Nashville. Tiny Perfect Things. We have so much to talk about. All right. Getting to my notes. All right. Really, honestly, uh, Opryland, guys, was there for uh, six nights, seven days. 
Guys, I can't express how great it was. It was like being in Disneyland. Do you know how I know that? Um, Because everyone was nice and happy. Everyone. But I was more interested in showing my son Vanderbilt, which he will not go to. He will not go to Vanderbilt because Vanderbilt is like a block from the greatest strip I've ever seen. And I know how luring and magnetic the strip trash strip that we grew up with in University of Alabama was but the strip at Nashville is music row and it's like the most awesome country music live performances going on on a, like a Sunday afternoon it's it's so amazing Nashville's the greatest city but you shouldn't go there for college um everyone's happy that's the big thing because the first day I asked how much is breakfast and my wife said, like, well, it's it's 30 per adult, and it's 24 for a kid. And I'm like, there's no way we can eat $30 worth of breakfast. We just, we're paying $100 for breakfast. That was the very first day. And I was so livid about paying $100 for breakfast. But they did have a crazy pancake bar, a, a, a waffle bar. Uh, you can get all kind of omelets. It was, it was really good, but like to pay a hundred dollars for my wife, me, and my son to have, and my son's going to eat like two donuts and be done. Um, we paid twenty five dollars for that. After the first day, I said, just like Disneyland, don't tell me the prices of stuff. And after that, I didn't know the price of anything, and I was actually so happy because everyone's so nice. It's so amazing to be in a place where everyone's nice and they care and they, they're happy. I felt like Phil Connors on the perfect day because everyone's like, well, I don't know about that. But let me go talk to Mike over here. Mike, can you, he's looking for this and they're doing a, a scavenger hunt. Him and his son are trying to find things on a scavenger hunt. Can you tell me where there's a purple monkey or something like that? And Mike genuinely cares. And he's like, sure, bud. I know exactly what y'all are talking about. And he walks us to it. It was, it was amazing. It was, it's, it was like going to Disney. Opryland. Yeah. The, it's a hotel. It looks on the outside. It looks like a nice hotel, but also combined with a Bass Pro Shop and then combined with a professional basketball arena. It, that's, that's how only way I can describe it. I go inside there's a river, there's trees. I mean, there's 16 football fields of glass above us. It's amazing. It was, it was really amazing. I would suggest maybe doing it at Christmas time because I mean, we did, we did uh, this tubing down ice sheets. They have like a 1.3 million pounds of ice sculptor sculpture stuff um we did ice skating it was it was really i i've never been actually i busted i busted a couple times but not hard and then they gave you like this uh it's like a big a big chair that you skate with behind and then uh yeah i got up my confidence and then by the end i was like actually it's like roller skating really but except you can't stop I was, I was telling my son, I was like, you know, people fight on these. People fight on ice skates if they play hockey. 
And he was like, that's insane. And I'm like, yeah, it totally is. It totally is to be confident enough in it to do that. I'm glad to be with you guys. I used to wear, because I'm all about comfort. You know, I'm all about comfort, guys. I was wearing 38, 34 jeans. And my wife told me, can you actually wear your pants without a belt? And I was walking around, I was like, no, because they would fall off. That's how big my pants were. And she said, hey, how about you get like your actual size? I'm just, I'm just going to stand up, guys. Well, I've got a banana here. And then a couple plums, huh? But look at my butt, though, in these jeans. You just made, you just made, you just made a hottie in California be happy. Um, can I talk about one thing real quick? I'm the biggest WNBA fan on this podcast. Everybody knows. Also, I predict Eagle. Three weeks out, I called bet the Eagles on the over. Right, three weeks out, I call it. I'm still winning with the Eagles. They dominate because they're dominant. Come on. When you play 11 on 11 football with Jalen Hurts, he's a beast. Come on. All right. But can I talk about Victor Anatoliev Jeff's boot? All right. His nickname is the Merchant of Death. He's a Russian arms dealer. Uh, in 2003, the UN and everybody else declared him the number one threat to the world he basically supplies countries with munitions at one point he had over 60 over 60 planes that he would fly into these places that need arms i mean danny ainge if if we had danny ainge making trades we would get Brittany Grinder and so many merchants of death to be named later. Who is doing our trade? Who is our GM? Is it Biden? Because he's the worst GM ever if he's the, our GM. Who's making these trades? We trade the merchant of death for a tall, athletically gifted basketball player? Are you kidding me? I wouldn't trade LeBron for this guy. I wouldn't trade LeBron and Giannis, and I wouldn't trade three. I would trade Ja. I would trade Ja because Ja's worth it. But I wouldn't trade a LeBron, a Giannis, a KD for the Merchant of Death. What are we doing here? We didn't even get a player to be named later. Jeez. How much is Russia against marijuana? Did Brittany Grinder actually have, I mean, it's pretty stupid to take it internationally. It's stupid to even take marijuana anywhere. It's stupid to do marijuana. It's stupid to do anything. If it's going to lead you into jail, anything that puts you in jail is stupid. But to travel on a plane with 
something that might put you in jail is stupid. To travel internationally, we all agree. I mean, my gosh, you have to have all your I's dotted and T's crossed if you're traveling internationally. So let's just say they planted it on her. Okay, that sucks. Even if she had it on her, that sucks. Nine years in prison, uh, I'm not okay with that. I mean, that, that's insane. I mean, what? I think it's cannabis oil or whatever. I mean, I don't know what that is, but it's not like she's peddling crack to kids or whatever. I'm not okay with what she did, but I'm definitely not okay with nine years. That's there's so much about our our prison reform system, our, our penal system here in this country, but this trade sucks, right? Like evaluate this trade objectively. This trade sucks. Let's just go ahead and set. Love you so much. Talk to y'all soon.